Royce, have you been able to listen to any of the podcast? I, I have, yeah. I was listening to um, your uh, very first episode. Actually. Oh, boy. So I get, <laughs> I was, well, I wanted to get a good feel for it, you know? Uh, but, like, also, like, I had... I, uh, uh, like wound up watching so much of the show too, which right. I was not expecting to go back and do. And like so was, rewatch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'll, I'll, I'll save all of the worthwhile talking for when it counts. Don't worry. Right, I'll, right. No, yeah, I'm going to stop myself before I say more. Yeah. I know that's the awkward thing. It's like, I want to talk to you, but I also want to yeah. wait until <laughs> we're going. <laughs> everybody doing well i think i have a sinus infection but really i'm at the very beginning of one yeah (gasps) oh Oh my my gosh gosh. welcome yeah yeah it's about yeah it's the santa anna's come in and yeah Mm. yeah yes those santa anna's those santa anna's will get you i know i'm up in i'm up in connecticut and it got really warm all of a sudden and then got cold and i was like oh great that's gonna make me sick that'll do it that's yep. gonna make me sick as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cold here. We got a couple inches of snow on the ground actually, which has been fun. That's cute. Oh yeah. Yeah, that I just went out with my on a walk with my little walker. It, it was pretty cute. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we're all in very different areas right now. I know. Like Every or time we America. record, we're like literally all in different time zones. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, how is one, two, three, four, five p.m. for everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Does that work for everybody? <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, okay. great. Carly, do we have any? Housekeeping. I'll come back later. Speaking of that clip, all of the Harry Potters are on Peacock right now, <gasps> which is where you can also watch Finite Lights. So get going. I just love that clip. Um, housekeeping. So yes. Yes. Let's see. What do we have? Housekeeping wise, well, I do want to talk about the t-shirt that I meant to change into before we recorded that Monica, wait, that was you, right, Monica, that sent the the two blue t-shirts? That was not me. This is awkward. Oh. No. I sent you the Babette ate oatmeal, but. Oh, well, somebody, and shoot, now we might have to cut this out, but somebody said (laughs) we've been receiving some Friday Night Lights paraphernalia. And I'm not From quite like sure mysterious who's senders. It. Yeah. Um, but I think that we do know who sent the t-shirts. They're really cute. I'm not going to get up and get it because um, <laughs> it'll literally take me like five minutes. But um, we did get some really cute paraphernalia in the mail, some some Clear Eyes Full Hearts t-shirts and yes. some Panther hats. Um, the Panther hats, we are still do not know who sent us. So We do not. Um, we asked Brad, Buddy Garrity, but he did not. Yeah. He just said thanks. <laughs> um, and I think otherwise, ho- housekeeping-wise, just um, that we had our awesome chat with Brad, Leland, Buddy Garrity. And if you haven't ha- taken the time to check it out, I know the release was kind of complicated. We had some issues with dealing with <laughs> Apple. But anyways, take a listen. It was awesome. We chatted with him for like an hour and a half um, about the show, about – behind the scenes stories and then right at the end he gets a phone call literally from another cast member that I will keep a surprise 
But um, if you haven't checked out the Brad Leland episode, please do. We do have a new iTunes review. Yes. You want to read it? You want me to read it, Mon? I can read it. Yeah, go Is for this it. from your aunt, do we think? Um, yes. <laughs> LAS from Texas. Is this Lisa? Yes. Sarvati, yes. Shout out Aunt Lisa. Um, she said five stars, first of all. Carly and Monica have great chemistry and are fun to listen to. I've enjoyed revisiting FNL and hearing their analysis and fun facts. Each show is better than the last. Oh, we love hearing that. And I look forward to their Friday releases. I hope there will be more guests on the show, maybe even Kyle Chandler or Connie Britton. In your mouth to God's ears, Lisa. Well, she does know. She, she does. kind of has a connection. Yeah, so we'll keep y'all posted on that. I'm making noises. Sorry, Grant, in the future. Grant is my Sorry. little brother oh. who is our our little sound producer who, I mean, we, we cut these, but then we send them to my little brother to make them pretty. Um and I also love it that it's like the classic, you know, Grant is her younger brother. So we're always like the little audio guy. <laughs> He's say, like yeah. 24 <laughs> or, or 23. <laughs> hey, watch it. Sorry, they're old sputnik. Yes. Uh, and it's like way taller than us. <laughs> but he's like our little audio guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like six one. <laughs> <laughs> our little BB audio boy. Our little BB audio boy. Hey, I can dream, can't I? <laughs> um... But yeah, I think we have a couple fact checks before we dive into the episode. Let's do it. Um, this is a really sad one, but um, oh, we talked about how, yeah, the character Waverly, who um, we don't know yet super well. She went on a date with Smash Williams. That's all we know. Um, but I saw her on Dateline this summer, the actress. And so I looked it up and I found this article and it says, Asha Davis, um, you might know her from Friday Night Lights or Grey's Anatomy. Um, but unfortunately you might know her for a more somber reason because of the dis- disappearance of her sister Ooh, and nice. yeah, they, long story short, they never found her body. <gasps> no. Um, but the husband, her husband was, um, charged with her murder Oh my! and there was a dateline Ooh. in July about it. Yeah. yeah. I remember us talking about Scary. that last episode and yeah. I don't like it. So that's awful, but um, to lighten the mood, you can do the next one, Carly, because you said it. Oh, yes. I used the phrase <laughs> feeling randy, which Monica had not heard of. Because um, it's British, which I've never seen Austin Powers. Well, oh, I yeah, have a long time so ago. That must not be what it's from, what I know it from. I saw that was one of those movies I saw way too young and it just went way mm. over my head. Yeah. Yeah, same. I've never been an Austin Powers fan. My family is a big Austin Powers family, but then I've never gotten that into them. Anyways, I don't know where I got the word from, but feeling randy is British term. Someone who is randy is sexually excited and eager to have sex. To have sex, yes. To have sex. Uh, yes. In quotes, or, you know, <laughs> brackets, British, comma, informal. It was extremely hot and I was feeling rather randy. Yes. That's it used in a sentence for it. So I love, Carly, you have all these random phrases <laughs> from like old English. <laughs> I was feeling rather randy the other day. I think I lived another life. Uh, yes, I think so too. Back in old England. It's probably all of that damn pride and prejudice I've been reading. Yeah, true. For my entire life. <laughs> okay, I, Carly, would you like to intro our new buddy? Yes. Okay, so we Here have we a go. new buddy for our show today. If I ever needed you, 
His name is Royce, and he was introduced to us by our dear friend, Sean Gallagher. Yes, who we went to high school with. This song is great. It's the best intro uh, song I think I've ever had. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, good, good. We always feel yes. like it's too chill, but I'm so determined to stick to it. I really like no, it. It sets the mood. It's it sets the mood big time. Good. We're good. in Dylan now, like in the you know in in a seedy exactly. bar where they'll serve you if you're under 21, so long as you are doing well, not just on the football team, but doing well. But them. doing well, just exactly. doing well in life. So, yes. Royce, tell us about your relationship with the show and who you are. Uh, yeah, I uh, am an actor, writer, performer, uh, comedian by utility, because if you make your own stuff here in Los Angeles, you're either part of the L.A. comedy scene or you're not like we don't have a drama scene. We're not in New York. True. Exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, you're not serious, I guess. Yeah, like, it's obviously been a very challenging year for that field. Uh, but we, we've gotten creative, we've gotten pretty creative about, about how to perform. Uh, and it's been it's been fun to watch. Uh you know, as far as my relationship with the show goes, I certainly watched. I loved the movie uh, when I was a kid, which we've it, never seen, by the way. Wait, I have still? actually seen it. Oh, you I have, have seen, seen it, it <laughs> yeah, but just once in a long time ago. I need to watch it wow. again. It's it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you would think going from the show to the movie because, like, yeah. I sports were, was really boring to me uh, once when I was a kid. I mean, I grew into enjoying professional wrestling just because the, uh, the drama is guaranteed there. Of course. Uh, but right. um, yeah, sports were never really my thing, especially football. And I had friends after friends after friends try to get me into football. <laughs> but something about this movie was just like, it, it handled it in a very documentary style. It didn't feel like most sports movies where it was mm-hmm. just, you know, it, was, it, it felt like the real thing, but at the same time something clicked where I was like, I'm still not gonna love football. Uh, uh, I can enjoy it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna love it to my core, but I can understand why somebody uh, does. And I can. Under, I see the spark there of yeah, like right. human of human fantasy. No, I totally agree with you, Royce. That you know, even if you don't love football, even if the show doesn't convince you to love football, you just see kind of all the ancillary effects of it, and you yeah. can. Yeah. So and I think the movie and the TV show do a, a good job of that. Yeah. That's how I was. Like, I don't, I'm not a huge sports person. I mean, especially football. I mean, I get into football. It's fun. I get into like the funness of it. Um, But I wouldn't, you know, when I I tell people that I'm into Friday Night Lights or do a a podcast on Friday Night Lights, they're like, oh, really? I don't really see you like as a football person. Um, Mm. But it's hard to explain to people how it's not about that and how well they capture the like different parts of football culture. Um, yeah, it's a weird show because you're like the. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like it's not like most hardcore football fans are going to watch this and be amped up the entire right. way through, right? And I mean, I'm watching it back for me has been wild because I remember it being like in my head. It's one of um, in my head. It's a great show, like one of the truly great shows of the last decade. Uh, or I'm sorry, right. of the 2000s. Um, we're older but, than that right for yeah, two decades <laughs> but uh but watching it back i was like oh no 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 it's actually like it's actually like really great i forgot that it's 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 probably one of the best shows i've ever seen um and i, I it sounds very hyperbolic to say that but it's um wow, it's agree. so well done the, and it's yeah. mainly because the cast like i watching it back now they are it's the most unselfish acting 
it's a true ensemble. They're all really having a great time being, I was like, right, Taylor Kitsch, like, he, he was a great actor on this show. Like, right, and he yeah. has so much fun in that role. And you yeah, can tell. yeah, so much fun. But he's like, there's so much soul to him as well. And for whatever, like, post the show, you just think of him as like kind of an action figure, mm-hmm, you know. Right. But like, we, I don't mean that as a knock to, to any of his performances since then in terms of right. just how he's been used. But you watch this, and you're like, right, he's right. a star. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I love I love how ensemble driven it is, and um. Yeah, I mean, we were, when we were talking to Brad, he was talking about how much the cast loves each other, and you can just tell that through the show. Like, it's so natural. Yeah. Yes, and they like set each other up for these like great moments, and they—it's like you said, it's not—it's very unselfish acting, which I love. I loved what Brad said, um, because it it really captured exactly what you just said, Royce. It, which was like when I went to rewatch it, when I was like, I forgot that it wasn't just good; that it was like this is a really special show. Mm-hmm. Brad said. Uh, he was like, we knew from the very beginning that we had lightning in a bottle. And I just loved that because that's exactly what it was. It's there, yeah. there's yeah. Just something really special about it. And you can feel it the second you start rewatching it or watching it for the first time. It's yeah. somber too to watch it in 2020 because I don't know that you could make a show like this right now about a small yeah. town in Texas with that. I don't mean this in the way where it's like, why is everything political these days? Like, <laughs> you could no, you, you're totally you literally right. could not avoid it. Like, given yeah. given how different the country is right now. And so watching, it feels almost quaint uh, to watch it back now and see that, like, right, this was a time when, like, everybody could kind of talk to each other. Yes. <laughs> so, seriously. Yeah. I haven't no, even so thought true. about that, actually. That's a good point. Yeah, it's like this time capsule that I hope we get back to. <laughs> I know. Well, right, you know, in some I'm form, right? into it. In some form, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, Royce, where are you from? I am from Atlanta, Okay. Um, so yeah, I've got a lot of, uh, Southern, fo- a lot of friends who got sucked up in the Southern football world. A lot of friends who went to UGA, but it's very different than Texas. And I enjoyed yeah. listening to your first episode, how mo- you, you, I feel like the two of you spent a solid five minutes, uh, <laughs> making sure everyone knew that, that Texas and like the South are like kind of two <laughs> different things. Cause whenever I, like when I went up, I went to school in New York yeah. and people would say, you know, where are you from? I'm, I'm from the South. Oh, me too. Well, what part of the South? Texas. And I was like, You're okay. Like, no. like, it's, it, it is and it isn't, you know? Yeah. yeah. They're different. They're different universes. Yes. Definitely very different. Yeah, but no, I some... went to school in Tennessee, so I, I got the taste mm. of the Southern versus just Texas. <laughs> yeah. 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 Texas just seems more operatic to me. Uh, mm. I can't say that I have I've spent a lot of time that. there, but like everything that's Southern with a lowercase s, um, in yeah. <laughs> uh, the South is all that there actually is in Texas. So it's just, it's like yes. a whole, like everything is, but even football is like this religious uh, level. In, you know, you're touching God when you're, when Let's you're playing. Touch God, boys. Let's touch barbecue God. Barbecue too. Yes. Oh. Well, we do get serious about barbecue. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Texas is operatic. I love that. <laughs> I do like that. Well, guys, we are halfway through season one. We are on episode I 11. I cannot believe We've, oh, that's right. This by. is in the era of, I, does even network television other than, you know, your procedurals <laughs> do 22 episode seasons anymore? No. no. I yeah, feel like the happen. longest is like 13, if that. Yeah. Maybe. It's yeah. better that way overall, but I don't, yes. this, this show hasn't hit a slump for me yet, at least in the rewind. I know. Even our, like the couple of episodes that we've sort of labeled as fillery are mm-hmm. still really, really meaty and packed. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is still when, when writers 
had to do a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> they still work really hard. I shouldn't say that, no, but no, like, we've talked it, about it this. Different. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like there's uh, positives and negatives to having like truncated seasons. It's like some of yeah. it, there's like a lot of pressure to make every single episode amazing. Whereas mm-hmm. in a 22 episode season, you can kind of take your time. But at the same time, like you said, like, thankfully it hasn't lost your interest. And um, yeah. But yeah, this is the longest season of the show, but it's definitely one of the best. I mean, it does love, not drag on it. at all. It's yeah. so good so quickly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so true. It, it reaches it like there's some stuff that I forgot happened. Like I forgot Voodoo was season one. I forgot. We did too. Yeah. Th- there's stuff that you think of that you insert. I forgot that uh, Tim and uh, and Lila hooked up mm-hmm. season one for some reason. I was like, but of course, it's the most natural thing in the world watching it back to see how they get together. But in my right. head, I was like, that's a season two, to, like when they had to complicate things. Totally. Yeah. 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 I like remembered how little I remembered, which has been fun <laughs> yeah. to rewatch. Also, it's crazy how few people, there's so few people have actually watched this show in my life. It's shocking. I me. know. Yeah. It does seem much smaller than the other niche shows that like Monica and I dive into sometimes like Gilmore Girls and, and stuff like that. Um, oh, yeah. The, the Gilmore cult is huge. I know, but but it was small then. Then it was small yeah. back then too. Friday Night Lights uh, needs yeah. to have another resurgence. Yeah, I wish, like, I think it was on Netflix at one point, but it just needs to find its way back there. I feel like a show can't get on any of these streaming services besides Netflix and have like another explosion. I know. Yeah, who's gonna yeah. be like? I mean, first of all, Peacock is a wonderful service. Like the the yeah. free tier of Peacock, it's the most unobtrusive advertising. You get what like. You have like 30 seconds max to sit through. Yeah, right. every once in a while. But like, yeah, it's it's gonna get there's so many platforms right now that it's not like you've got Netflix that feeds you Friday Night Lights to the front right. page immediately. Right. I do think we're we're hoping that we get a little a fun little resurgence through Peacock just because of the office moving and everything eventually moving over to Peacock. Right. Um, yeah. True. That Parks and Rec's already moved get, over there. I know, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. So we are halfway through season one. We've taken a long journey in Dylan and a long journey in our lives, in our podcast. Uh, We've gone from Monica and I just doing our first few little episodes by ourselves to some spinal surgery, chats with Buddy Garrity and um a video from we're Jason looking Street. down and we're looking state down the barrel we are ah, it's crazy i can't believe we're already here i know episode 11 never mind yes never a pre mind. a prenatal never mind, never mind what's uh what's that monica oh shoot i don't know it's it's really deep gomer girls <laughs> Pre-na- oh is that a band name yeah, it's when uh, when Lane finds out she's pregnant with twins, and he's like, "It's like a prenatal, never mind." And he's like, "Ooh, that's a good band name." Oh, I love that. Uh, the last podcast I did, it's weird. I like for some reason I forget the context was like hating on Kurt Cobain for a long portion of it. So I love that weird. this is the episode that I was destined, of course, to talk about. Are yes. you a big fan? No, I mean I have nothing against Kurt Cobain. I was just I think I was making a larger point about how like these. Troubled with a capital T, yeah. celebrities die young and they uh, become uh, martyrs to this cause. And like the, yeah. the movements around them get really weird. But that's a, that's a, that's a conversation for, for that. <laughs> the 27 Club. So yeah. It, was, it just made me laugh. And of course, this starts with like, where's my Nirvana CD? Oh, oh yeah. 
The, the oh, whole I've got that CD conversation cracked me up. So also, much. wait, yes. this was 2006, 2007, right? The iPods yeah. did exist. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is Dylan. This is small town. This is true. I guess, yeah. yeah. And would rob us of that first scene in the exactly. music shop. Yeah. Right. So this episode came out January 3rd, 2007. And Carly, would you like to read the IMDb synopsis? I would love to. God damn, for some reason, my apartment smells like mac and cheese. Ugh. Mm. It's definitely not anything that's in my house. <laughs> I just made it for lunch, so maybe you're getting I'm it. Oh, maybe Zoom is really Zoom. updated. They just, you can smell things. <laughs> yeah, do you have the new Zoom update where you can smell? <laughs> yeah, the smell tea. Yeah. Uh, okay. Episode 11. Never mind. The Panthers are preparing yet again for another game they can't afford to lose. Mm-mm. Jason, Scott Porter, still finds it difficult to adjust to life at home and the feelings he has still for Lila. Minka Kelly. Don't make it any easier. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Boys, these synopsis are always so bad, but we have to read They're them. So <laughs> Meanwhile, at what couldn't seem like a better time, Matt's dad comes home from Iraq. But the homecoming is not what Matt expected. Mm-mm. To make situations even more complicated, UT has taken an interest in Coach Taylor, whose popularity continues to grow, and Smash <laughs> becomes more and more dependent on unnatural <laughs> substances to keep. To keep? Dot, dot, dot. dot, dot. That's I the swear, end of it? I swear that was the end of it. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I just got like so dumb with it. I was like. Real cliffhanger of a synopsis there. Yeah, I like just didn't finish the sentence, but that's fine. Unnatural substances. Very unnatural substances. Very unnatural. Wow. Um, well, love that synopsis. Same. Let's um, let's get into some Texas things. Let's do it. Texas is a place I really love to be. Let's see. What do we have? Okay, so <laughs> my biggest. Texas thing, I guess, was just, I just could not stop. Okay, Monica and I know this because we both do it. But, like, you know when you get stuck on one tiny little inflection that somebody does and you just can't stop laughing at it and you just keep <laughs> rewinding it? For some reason, the the way that uh, Taylor Kitsch says the scarlet letter gal, like, he just keeps calling her the gal. He's like, you know, the, the gal, the gal, the there, there was that gal. <laughs> and I love it. He's like, you know what it's about. You know, the gal. <laughs> you know. I actually Name love. Scarlet. Yeah, named Scarlet, obviously. Miss Scarlet, obviously. <laughs> I love using gal, actually, because I feel like it's perfectly between girl and, like, woman. Like, I don't want to be I like, agree. you know that woman I met? I'm like, you know that gal, you know, kind of like guy and gal. I gal in real life. Yeah. I like it when start... women say gal. When guys say it, it's, it's creepy. It, that, uh, that definitely is a little. Weird. I met a gal. I met a yeah, gal. I met a, I met a gal the other night. <laughs> like unless you're like you're not in the Rat Pack. Uh, right. Like, I, I, it feels like a cute, like post-ironic thing for girls to say. We're like they're taking that energy on. But like, right, we're taking yeah. it back. <laughs> yeah. It back. Well, I do like how how Taylor Kitsch says it in this. Uh, every time you're in Texas, it's different. Letter. Right, right, exactly. That's true. But that was very that was very Texasy. I also just like want to note, I mean, as you all know, I'm post spinal surgery and am have been on numerous medications and <laughs> there are some notes in here. There are <laughs> so over the weekend. 
Over the weekend, I had a small, uh, like, allergic reaction to one of the drugs I had to take. And there was just, like, no other option during the day other than Benadryl that was working. So I, like, washed this on Benadryl. So some of these notes are comical, to say the least. To say the least. Oh, it's and been I- great. Because Carly that has good, to. good, Benadryl. <laughs> that good, yeah. good. Among she has to, like, things. use the voice text <laughs> thing to text me. And oh, yeah. anytime she talks about the buddy interview, it says body. <laughs> Have you posted the body interview? <laughs> it's just like, Ugh. The body. <laughs> well, um, under Texas things, I wrote at the time code 1130. <clears throat> Blexkers. Mm. And that I, is thought, I wrote that too. Oh, <laughs> crazy. Is it like Blexit? Is it, I spelled it B-L-E-X-G-E-R-S. Mm. Mm, okay. Blexkers. So that was one of my Texas notes. <laughs> <laughs> I have, my section's very sad. I have prayer slash barbecue, potato salad. <laughs> That's all I have. That was major for me as someone that was not big from Texas. Texas to watch, though. Like seeing, you're, like okay, I had good. to keep double checking. I was like, right, it's a public school, but it's a huge, like the football team is so big that they are the town. And this is the big church where they all go to. So it's like natural that they're going to get hosted for this church dinner. But it's like, it's, it's a little wild at the same time. Right. I know the totally. group prayer was, and I love yeah. Matt. Matt's like pissed. He's like, I'm not praying. <laughs> he's like, yeah. his eyes are oh, open. He's like, that. yeah, because he's in his, he's moody Matt. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. And Matt was a sad boy this, this episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, praying before barbecue was very, very Texas. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We like to, and I, I understand the whole like, let's get the prayer out of the way so then we can eat. Like at Christmas, mm-hmm. we're like, okay, who's going to do the prayer? Because we're not going to like get all of our food and then sit and then like not Let eat. Let it go cold. Exactly. Right, of course. So. You're going to eat it immediately. Right. Um, um, oh, but I think I wrote potato salad because do you do you guys like potato salad cold or warm? Neither. Mm. Neither. Not a potato. I also don't I love like potato it. salad. I think I like it. I like, I like some some cold potato salad but mostly i like it warm yeah i don't understand red hot and blue of it i guess like i just yeah. want like if i'm gonna be eating vegetables i want them to either be very healthy or you know just give give me those like fried brussels with like bacon and stuff i in kind there. of like, concur yeah, yeah. Like a potato salad's a halfway in between where it's not good for you um and yeah. it doesn't taste great so why are we doing it's not this? worth it to you yeah, yeah. <laughs> why are we doing this <laughs> that potato salad's been cooking in my car for three hours guys the something's sun. wrong with jan <laughs> sun <laughs> baking down on the mayonnaise <laughs> sun beating down everyone thinks Sorry, it's homemade that is a little, i just got uh, i just the <laughs> office it's picked up from the store something's wrong with jan anyway. um the barbecue did look really good though real good yeah. I thought it was very Texasy, <laughs> or maybe this is another one of those moments where it's just like childhood-y for us, for Monica and I, but um, his Matt's dad coming in and like asking if he wanted to borrow his tie. Um, I just thought that was kind of, he was like, you can use this tie. Grandma gave it to me like 10 million years ago or something if you want. Well, I did not have brothers, so that's not really a childhood thing to me, but it can be for you. I, oh, that's yeah, it, true. You know? I don't. It's very southern, and I'm assuming this translates into Texas as far as like dads <laughs> not knowing how to be vulnerable with their sons sometimes. Yeah. Uh, like, what let's a, talk what about a, that. You know, like that was his way of being like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was tight. No, I yeah. think that was his way of like 
being sweet and reaching out and yeah. uh, like Sunday morning, like offering him one of his ties. I thought that was pretty Texasy. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, but that's you, Royce. You hit it on the head. That's kind of a a sad Texas thing. <laughs> the <laughs> struggle of vulnerability of the males. <laughs> yeah. Yes, read some Brene Brown, guys. I have a coffee mug that, shout out, my awesome work team got me that says, toxic masculinity ruins the party again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not drinking out of it right now, but it's a great one. That is great. It always does. (laughs) It always does. Anything else for Texas things? That's really all I have. I think we should go into Tammy time because there was some Yeah, we've got a lot of Tammy. (laughs) She's killing it in this episode. She, she's doing, this she's is doing a the Tammy, most. She way. is. This yes. is a Tammy up. Monica looks like she's got something queued up. Well, I actually, I was checking if I did, but I don't think I took any, the kind of have longer scenes later, but I did write down some of my favorites. I love when she says, um, it's my job to make sure you don't grow up stupid. Okay. So I was going to say, this is one of my favorite, not just Tammy lines, not just TV lines, or I mean, not just, Friday Night Lights lines. One of my favorite lines of all lines of, of TV yeah. is when Tammy is like, it's my job to make sure that you don't grow up stupid because it's bad for the world. Yes. I, I don't know why, but I love that line so mm-hmm. much. It's hilarious. It's so true. There's yep. so much meat packed into it. It's literally just like the simplest job in the universe is just to make sure that you don't grow up stupid. And you know why? Because it's just bad for the world <laughs> <laughs> yes oh, I, I love that. that and it was our first um tim and tammy interaction so that was fun yeah we oh, get yeah. a we get a right? tim and tammy showdown just go around and it's really hard to play that beat like because we've seen this story done in so many things before right uh and like on top of that it's like extra complicated that she's the coach's wife but kind britain just sell you could you could give her mm. anything. I mean, oh, certainly yeah. Ryan Murphy tested her after this show and truly gave her <laughs> Yeah. And she true, still true. sold it. Like no matter what, like no matter what you give her, she she knows how to sell it with a capital S. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she does. Yes, she does. Yeah, I love that. Um, so you're a fan of the movie. She said she would only do the TV show if she could have more of a role um and have more of a character than just the coach's wife and so yeah like molding this she wanted to mold the kids in the studio yeah also. and she sure yeah. does yeah she sure does in this one i also loved the trash can moment when she's rolling them and he's like let me get it he's, she's like seriously you're gonna take all the credit <laughs> that scene is brilliant like, i it's so wanted good. to pull that scene Ugh. That scene is so good. I didn't know if it's it was so like I, I, I didn't know if we were discussing the episode in chronological order or whatever. But I had to go back and watch that scene multiple times because I just finished rewatching uh, the OC with Ooh. some friends. One of television's other great marriages, a classic. Right? Like yeah, like uh, but this marriage is so good. I love that they have you know like they they can fight about stuff and it comes to an head with, with something like the, the physical trash can and putting it back exactly. together. Yes. It was so genius. And immediately she's there for him. Like they haven't resolved their conflict, but she's still there for him. Like with the right. yes. It's so good. And when the trash all falls, um, they kind she's of like, like she's mad and they start laughing and he just grabs her and kisses her and then starts I picking know. it up and it's so cute. Oh, I love uh, it. So cute. They're so hot. Yeah, they are smoking. No, yes, we're going to do... We're going to do our, we do these like segments and then we'll go chronologically. So we'll hit all the, we'll hit all the points. I'm jumping ahead. Did you pull that clip, Monica? I, let me, I, if I didn't, 
it'll be in my little breakdown and I'll just find okay. the time code. Yeah. Okay. Should we, do we have any more Tam- Tammy? Oh, actually I do have one more Tammy. Yeah. I, I loved when I Jason came over <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> did you roll yourself all the way over here? <laughs> mm. Well, come in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and we'll talk more about that scene uh, in the breakdown, which is really sweet. Yeah. Tammy's yes. just like molding all the men. She really is. She says, so she has my like most hilarious line that I love the, so you don't grow up stupid line, but she also has one of my other just like motto lines that I am sure Monica pulled. So we can either play it now. Do you want to play it now or play it later? Um, we can play it later, but you can talk about it. Um, is just when she tells Jason that there's no weakness and forgiveness. I think (sighs) that is just such Mm. a really really tough life lesson to learn that I don't think anybody ever truly truly grasps and everyone wrestles with like till the day that we you know well especially these men these men (laughs) who were raised to you know to to believe to to truly believe the opposite despite going to a church every week that that then tells them the opposite of that you know so it's like it's really yeah that's that was a beautiful line it's so awesome and it's It's so good a true sentiment where you're never making the wrong choice when you're forgiving somebody. Yeah. I just love that. Well, I loved in, um, I don't know if either of y'all have seen the movie Philomena with Judy Dench, kind of no. a deep cut. Um, but she had a great line in there. She, I forget the context, but basically she forgave someone that did something horrible to her. Yeah. And one of the characters is like, so you forgive them just like that? And she goes, no, not just like that. That was really hard. She's like, yeah. but I'm still doing it. You know, so it's Ooh, like, that. it's not easy. It's not weak. It's just necessary. It just yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Great job. Great Tammy episode all around. Yes. Tam Tam. I would. Say, this might be my favorite episode so far. Uh, of Tammy? On my rewatch. Oh, no, just period. On my rewatch. Oh, so like. Far. Oh, good. Yeah. So many things come together, but we'll get to, it is a we'll good get to that later. Yeah. Yeah. We'll dig in. We'll dig in. All right. Should we get into the fashion report? Yes, let's do it. <gasps> fashion. <laughs> Don't worry about that one, Royce. <laughs> I just like listening to it. Good. <laughs> I really did not have a lot for fashion, except that I thought that um, Julie looked super cute at the barbecue thing with her little red shirt and ponytail. Yeah. Yeah. I just had a couple. Um, Matt was wearing a really cute cream sweater. Which was kind of like I'm really into sweaters, guys. Wait, <laughs> like, was was that the one when he had it pulled over his fingers? Because I do love when guys. Yes. Do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had like the yep, two yep, buttons yep. at top. Mm, I was into that. Yep. I already pulled the, um, <laughs> the screenshots. It's time to, to come back. It. I feel like I agree. Let's I bring it back, all three of us. Bring back the cream sweater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just noted that Tim's hair was so greasy at the it church was thing. A little in his much. suit. It was like, okay, your hair could be greasy. Other times, but I was like, "Wait, suit- is it raining? Raining Riggins, or is this right? Wait, is this Winsprint?" <laughs> <laughs> he does always look like he came in from the rain. Always, yes, always. That That's what we joke about. <laughs> yes, um, he was a little extra greasy. He could have gone with a bath on, on yeah. this one. He could have done with a bath for show. It was. It wasn't his bathing month. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> That's definitely a Texas thing. Bathing month. I said that once as a joke, and somebody was like, "What the fuck? What the?" Fuck? Um, I was like, "Oh, sorry, it's it's not my bathing week." Um, and they were like, oh. I was like, "Oh, do y'all not say that up here?" 
I've never said that. Never there's another one. Yeah. I've never said that's it something, Yeah, that's something that like when you hear it, you immediately take the joke that's inherent in it, right? Right. It's implied. <laughs> oh man. Alrighty. What else we got? That's it for fashion. Should I go ahead and Same. do the musician's corner? Yeah, let's do it. Have, mm. We have some really good ones in music yeah. today. Yeah. Also, sorry I say musician's corner every time. I just have a Yeah, a I've need been waiting for you to apologize for that. Corner. Oh, fucking thanks. Okay, pisses me off. <laughs> um, do you forgive me? I know it's not easy, but <laughs> there's no weakness in it. <laughs> it's okay. Every every single week I say, oh, yeah, we had some really good stuff this week. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and my watch is telling me it's time to stand. Oh. Dismiss. Do you need to? No. You can. You need to. It's okay. just my Apple watch telling me to not be a lazy fart. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So today we had a lot of good music. We Not did. today, in this episode. And the age range of these songs were 1971 to 2006. And my favorite one was at the beginning Austin Act, Spoon, I Turn My Camera On. Yep. <laughs> Fingers later in this episode. Ooh. Ooh. I used to jam to yes. this song so much, in particular. OC crossover song, by the way. The only oh, like, is it really? Yeah, Spoon I think performs at the Bait Shack on one episode there, and they do that. Was live. the OC yeah, so. the one that did all of those like small band performances? Yeah, in like every single was... episode. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah One Tree Hill did a lot point. of that too. And it's funny because it ended right as Friday Night Lights began. So picking this up, I'm like, right, this is where the 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 culture, you know, this is where like these teens yes. today were were the, picking like music <laughs> stuff, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then they do it in Gilmore Girl, or they like tried to do it in Gilmore Girl in a Gilmore Girls episode, kind of around the shins. this time. Uh, I just watched that episode episodes. today while I was working. Oh my god! Wait, <laughs> the spring break episode. We did too. Of course, I know we're at the same. So I. Gilmore Girls is just like always on in my life and in Carly's. And sometimes we line up and we're both, I think, in season four right now. Yeah. Although we did move backwards into season two uh, for since it was so snowy outside today and we were all being. uh, Did you watch the Bracebridge dinner? Is that what? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) This is a Friday Lights podcast. Okay. Upsetting. (laughs) So. Um, No, I do love that song, though. Yes. So we actually have a good amount of Texas acts this time. Obviously, Spoon is one. They're from Austin. Um, definitely go see them live if you haven't once we have that back. <laughs> well, um, that's the thing again. I know, right? And then, of course, Explosions in the Sky. And I noted... Ugh. Oh, so good. Love them. We love them. I noted that... Come on this, the show. I know, all of them. I noted that this song that was in this episode is called um, With Tired Eyes, Tired Minds, Tired Souls, We Slept. They always have the slept. best. Actually, I think it's We Wept. Did I write that down wrong? We'll fact check I that. like but, both. I know. I think it's We <laughs> We wept. Anyway, um, but so One Tree Hill, every episode is the title of a song. And that episode is the highest rated episode on IMDb. And it's the one, it's a really intense one with a school shooter. 
Um, but Named if you're a One Tree Hill fan, explosions in the sky song. Yeah, every episode wow. of One Tree Hill is a song title. Interesting. You wouldn't that think the One Tree Hill that. writers would be on that explosions in the sky kick. I uh, know, right? Interesting. Yeah. So I One Tree Hill fans will definitely recognize that title. But um, what a name! I know. The artist I wanted to talk about, though, um, Towns Van Zant is also in this episode, and he is from Fort Worth. What's up? Oh, cool. Represent. Um, and he was born into a wealthy family. He was a third great-grandson of Isaac Van Zant, a prominent leader of the Republic of Texas, and okay. a second great-nephew of one of the founders of Fort Worth. And wow. Republic of Texas. That's not everything. Right. I know, right? <laughs> he went to CU Boulder in 1962. What up? Carly's alma mater. My um, alma mater times two. Mm. Exactly. Little master's humble brag there. That's right. Although yes. I didn't say it, Monica did. So technically, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not my so it's my brag. it's my humble brag. But it is, guys. I have a master's degree. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he. Um, even though he was born into a wealthy family, he spent much much. Ugh, he spent most of the seventies in a simple shack without electricity or a telephone. Sounds about so like Seabolder. That's kind of cool. <laughs> and in 1983, six years after Emily, Emily Harris had first popularized it, Willie Nelson and Merle Haggard covered his song Poncho and Lefty, which is very famous, which oh, reached wow. number one on the Billboard country music chart. Wow. Yeah. Okay, we should also note the death, the very sad death yeah. of Jerry Jeff Walker. Yes. Um, who passed away, was that yesterday or two, two days ago or something? I think it was yesterday. Um, We've talked about his music on here. He's kind of like a Texas legend. He's a country mm. music legend. He kind of represents to me the country music that I actually like, which is like classic country, not yeah. the like poppy whatever, you know, just like the real old Texas Amarillo um, country Soulful. feel. Yeah, Mixy. soulful. Yeah, for um, sure. The real, the real like heart of, of where country music came from. And I know yeah. my family has been to see him live like a million times um, and that he was a big a tower uh, in that industry. Um, so, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that was sad. But and he I'm was embarrassed old that... and he definitely lived life hard. <laughs> yeah, like, he'd be partying hard. Raging alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm sorry. Um, I'm not sure. Without getting killed or mm. Mm. He's 89. Sorry, I wanted to sing that before I answered oh, your please. question. Oh, if you lived hard and you lived to 89, good for you. He lived know, a lot. Uh, for how many how hard that guy lived 89 is pretty. I think he was 89 or maybe a 78. Mm, Either way, anyway, he did good. If you're, if you're living your life at, at you know, yeah, uh, I agree. Every year. Yes. He did pretty good. Well, and I would like to apologize as the, you know, quote unquote music expert of this podcast. And I didn't know who he was, but because <laughs> we talked about but you do a few now. episodes ago. But I do now. And I think I knew who he was. I think I just had a brain fart. Yeah. Because again, when you podcast, you know nothing. That is what I've it's learned. It's true. Our brains brain. empty the second our microphones turn on. Yes, I'm like. <laughs> so yeah, that is my corner. Lovely. Carly, would you like to get into the film section? I would. Let's roll the tape. And I will begin my film section by telling you guys I have the world's saddest film section today. <laughs> That's all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> kind of had a rough um, weekend with that allergic reaction. And I just really just straight up don't have a lot for you guys. But I have a lot of love for you guys. Oh, so. that's all we want. Yeah. Love is all you need. That's right. That's what the Beatles say. Love is and all if they said it, it's true. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so this episode is directed by Jonas Pate, who has done a ton of stuff um, with Kyle Chandler. I believe he did Outer Banks, Blood and Oil. Um, he also did Aquarius. Um, he's a busy boy. Yeah. But um, busy boy. Um, <laughs> and yeah, the other thing <laughs> is just that, which I thought Monica might cover in the music section, but she didn't. Goody for me because it's my yeah. only note. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, it's just that the title of this episode is an homage to the Nirvana album. Never yeah. mind. Which but no Nirvana was... in the episode. I know. Yes. That's what I was about to say. It's strange that they didn't. I mean, I guess the title. I mean, they just probably didn't want to pay for it, maybe. but right. Exactly, maybe. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... The title, or excuse me, the album Nevermind by Nirvana was in 1991 um, and is kind of, you know, if you aren't already familiar with it. Sorry, I thought I heard aloud. Sometimes we get alleyway crackheads, which I call roosters. Mm. They just go back there and scream. Uh, <laughs> but um, damn rooster didn't crow. Damn rooster didn't crow. <laughs> Uh, it's the office again. That's that 2020 uh, life. That's not that. That's not that 2007 <laughs> till in Texas. Life. Right. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so we didn't get to hear that uh, any Nirvana in the episode, but it is an homage to a very very classic album. It's not yes. one of my favorites. Not my um, taste. I'm not gonna lie. I've, I've tried. I tried in middle school. I tried in high school. I tried in college to get into the like grunge nirvana thing but yeah it's a little too much for me to do it i think you can respect that i respect that album massively especially for what it did in music but like i can't like i don't go to it to work anything out like it's not catchy for me (laughs) but i respect it yeah i really just like the popular songs and i think um here we are now entertain us is like one of the coolest of course chorus lines ever yeah um, the other things I had aren't really real notes, and I think I kind of want to get into them as we get into the episode, but just that um, I had a couple I had a couple of dings for this episode, writing-wise. Just a couple of things that... Some FNL fails? Some FNL fails. Just a couple of, not like blatant ones, but just some plot, some sloppy writing, I Continuity. Felt. Yeah. Continuity. Okay. Not just continuity, but just like character character mm. continuity a little bit. I felt like there was a few little potholes on the road here. But I think that let's just let's dive in and we'll get into that as we get into the episode as a whole okay. um, instead of picking them out one by one. But um, yeah, great job, cool. Nirvana, on your album. And you made it job. onto a Friday Night Lights episode. Good for <laughs> yeah, you. good for you. That's like the highest achievement a <laughs> band can achieve. Uh, peak. But that is really all I have for you guys this week, other than lots of love and Benadryl. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, for our final segment before we break down the episode, I'm going to mom-splain some football. And it's actually what I want to talk about is nothing from the episode. It's awesome. just something in general that I learned that I want to talk about. And because I watched a lot of football this weekend, sadly, our TCU Frogs lost very badly, um, but our Longhorns won. So there was some positivity there. But there was an interesting part in the TCU game when someone was about to catch a punt. And there's this thing where (laughs) you can either kneel 
or you can wave your hand in the air and that means it's a fair catch and you can't be tackled. You get to complete the pass mm. and then it just starts from there, right? So if you catch it in the end zone and you kneel, then you start at the 20-yard line. But if you're not in the end zone and you're not going to try to run it back anything, you do a fair catch, you wave your hand and then you catch it and then that's where you start. But this player, they couldn't tell if he was just blocking the sun with his hand or did oh. the fair catch <laughs> signal. And it was like a little unsure, but we're like, of did course he did. Like him? he knows what to do. But it did look a little weird. They gave it to him, but um, <laughs> that was just interesting. It feels that's like that's, that that's would ever be a common happened. thing. Yeah, like, yeah. It feels like they should have figured this out by then. Right, I know. <laughs> so it was weird. I'd never seen that before. Um, but yeah, you have to make it like super blatant that you are doing the fair catch signal. So interesting. Yeah. That is all I have. Let's break I down this up. Yeah, I didn't watch any football this weekend. That's okay. It was kind of a it, the games were kind of boring. So. My mom, since my mom is staying with me, helping me recover, she's been wanting to watch football, and I have been not you wanting to watch Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Just <was> like, fictionalized. <laughs> we can only watch the fictionalized stuff. Seriously, exactly. She was like, "I just the the banter. It's too much. Can we change it to something else, please?" I know my family <laughs> doesn't the, like the, it either. The Amy Palladino, the, yes. the the yeah yeah ASP yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. style. All right, let's break it down. All right. No, I love thinking that you're like. She's like, can we put on some football? And you're like, oh, yeah, the Panthers. Um, I think they have a game against Westerby yeah, tonight. Yeah, Westerby yep. is coming up next Friday. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Real football. Damn it. Yes. So I wrote, Jason is taking his life back, y'all. Yes, he is. Forcefully. His mom's just kind of letting it happen, too. Yeah. Not, yeah. You know. I did find this, and we kind of talked about this a little bit in the last episode. But, again, it's, like, just very – it's it's seriously like a mirror to my life right now, like coming home from spinal rehab and my yeah. mom living with me and like outfitting the apartment. But his frustration, his like just the frustration with not being able to do a simple daily task. Ugh, so reminiscent, like having to ask for help with like just the smallest. I mean, most of the most of my day to day, it's fine. And obviously everyone around me is super helpful, but. He, like, Jason comes off like a, t- a total brat, you know? He's like, because I'm a fucking cripple, and I want to listen to Nirvana, and I want to find the CD right now. Right. And I just, I just like, kind of got, I just kind of got that sentiment, especially I this week. I empathize with him. Yeah, as we're rolling into, like, this, literally rolling. Um, yeah, into, <laughs> like, the second or third week of of uh, me being at home, there's definitely just some of that frustration setting in where I'm like, because I just want to put up my own hair into my own bun. And, right. And, and that's that. And there's nowhere yeah. to put that frustration, right? It's like, yeah. it's not like you're trying to put it on the people around you, but like, right. it's got to go somewhere. Like, like right. it's right here. Yeah. yeah that <laughs> it's right here. Where should I put it? Like, I don't think he's a brat in that scene at all. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they did a great job of uh, kind of setting up his new day-to-day life and kind of like where Jason is at right now. Yeah. I know, like going mm-hmm. into the the garage and doing weights and then taking a shower and just kind of, and but I liked because I have those mornings where I wake up just really determined to be like, yeah, kick the day in the ass, it's like a real person yes, today, a pretty, yeah. yes, productive. right. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was cool to see that. Yeah, it happens sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, right. I loved, I loved that we got a Clay Aiken and a Ryan Seacrest <gasps> joke in the same yes. sentence. That scene was like so interesting to me. And so very 2007 in terms of how it approaches <laughs> sexuality, because yeah. like she like you would not be able to have her, like Lila pitch that joke. I think yeah. in 2020, like it, and uh-huh. it's something. I'm like it's something that you're seeing a transition, right? 
and doing the OC rewatch, there's like definitely some homophobia in, in that show that they don't then immediately punish on right, it. Right, just, right. It's, it's known it's just that like, this, that this is the what, like they're going to, like someone's going to say back. Sorry. When I say that around straight people, it's like, they think they're cops. No, we've, but, we've uh, talked about it on the show. They do it yeah. too. And then they just let it hang. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, I, I, so it felt like a weird transition um, period on this show where like, She's making she's making this joke, and despite the fact that he's like you know former QB on, in this like Texas Christian football town, he doesn't go homophobic with anything. In fact, mm-hmm. he uses a flirtation to yeah. be like, "Yeah, I'm going to get married to Clay Aiken." You know, Ryan Seacrest is going to host the ceremony. So even though my like red flags were pinking mm-hmm. a little bit, if not going full red at like her her saying the joke up, where it's, it's just that tired old like. Oh, you oh, in love with him? If you like him, then you yeah, get married. The way he handled it was so transition out of homophobic humor. It actually uh, yeah. was kind of forward looking. Yeah, yeah. I totally get that. It is interesting, but I just loved honestly hearing their name, like just their names in the same sentence. I was like, I just got thrown back into this like American <laughs> <Yeah>. Idol, <laughs> really two thousands Claire's like. When's the names? last time you thought of Clay Aiken and Ryan Seacrest in that context? Right. I mean, Probably I feel like since we talked 2006. To, right. Yeah. I feel like we talked about Kelly Clarkson recently. Yeah. And so I just, yeah, I just think about he was the runner up to my girl, but like, that's it. I also wrote, um, I wrote Jason being just a little bit of a brat about Nevermind. And then I wrote, Dash, is it Nirvana? Is it worth it? <laughs> is it <laughs> Which I guess we discussed. None of us are big fans of the album. I mean, Jason clearly <laughs> thinks it is. Yes, you really want It's what it. he needs in that moment, yeah? Oh, here we go. I'll do it again. Fucking cripple, and I want to listen to Nirvana. Because I'm crippled, and I want to listen to Nirvana. His mom is just like, oh, God, okay. okay. <laughs> but I do understand, yeah, I, the, the whole intro was really great, and I loved following Jason around in that sort of uh, uh, POV. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Let's see what else we got. Oh, okay. So this is one of the like little potholes I felt like we hit writing wise. Mm. Uh, when Jason sees Lila at the music store, like, yes. Did, did we did we make a, a a hop, skip, and a jump from their last their last I... where they were emotionally the okay. last time we saw them? I know. I they're all over the place in general, though. Uh, yeah. yeah, I thought like, obviously like... it was like kind of fast, but. It was, it kind of made sense too, because where we left them was like, he was like, I want to forgive you, but I can't mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. And then I think he's just in this mood where he's like, yeah. you know, waking up, he's doing his weights, he's getting nervous, and he's like, I'm going to hook up with Lila. I don't feel like it's like, oh, I want to get back together with you mm-hmm. totally, but it's just Even like, if they yes. didn't have this specific drama going on in their lives. I, and when I say drama, I mean like actual real life, like he's partially paralyzed and she right, slept right. with his best friend. Uh, but like, uh, even without that, I feel like they'd be one of these messy couples where like they could totally. wake up and you don't, you wouldn't necessarily know where they're at with each other. Like they could end things horribly in the next day. Everything's mm-hmm. fine. Everything's fine until they explode, then come yeah. back down. You're know, like, that's their energy. It's chaotic. That's yeah. true. But yeah, I did feel a little like, uh, just jolted uh, yes. for a second. I was like, wait, where are we with them? They, right. they seem mm. very cordial. Very chummy. But I also just love the idea. Isn't it morning time? It's like 9 a.m., Jason goes to the CD store and just like brings Lila home and they just start banging. I know. I love the idea of 
Lila at the CD store at 9 a.m.? Like, what <laughs> right. is she, like, Lila, Lila is, like, I could, see, there I could see Street not being up on the iPod, like, yeah. thing, but, like, Lila's on the iPod shit. Right. Like, oh, really? Like, she, I feel like Buddy bought her one for her birthday. <laughs> really? I feel like Lila would totally be old school and still be using her, like, little flowery mm. boombox. She, she's the cheerleader. She's got to set the trends. That's true. She's going to be right. up on the trends. What CD do you think she was looking for? Because I think she was looking mm. for Wow Hits, which is the Christian <laughs> version of Now. One thousand percent. That's right? I'm not gonna come up with a better one than that. Yeah. <laughs> or like who else? Tracy Maybe Chapman. Michelle Branch. Tracy Chapman. Oh no, she's Ooh, not. That she cool. could be a Tracy Chapman girl. Yes, yeah, me? she's not in. Yes, because the thing with Lila is like we're thinking she's gonna go for like you know. Uh, Vanessa Carlton. The, yeah, but she's she's not that girl. She's trying. She's she's, not, she's she doesn't know who she is yet, but she's she's going to explore. Yeah, Tracy Chapman. Okay. Tell her maybe. Wow. Okay, I'm trying to wrap my brain around it, but I I mean I like the idea of her listening to Tracy Chapman. I just don't know if I give her enough credit. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because but I Lila's was listening to Tracy one. Chapman and I was not a head cheerleader. I just can't get those two together. Well, I was. She's looking yeah. for old Tom York B sides, or yeah, you know, like something that's like what it was. was. Uh, she's uh, looking for the Aristocats soundtrack, mm, or like the Narnia soundtrack, the super racist one. Yes. <laughs> Wait, they were in adjacent sections. Ooh. Oh, true. Wait, so yeah. they might have been in like. If he's looking for Nirvana, she's got to be in like the rock sections. So. Evanescence. Ooh. Yeah. I bet she does have. She's got some angst. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's 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 move along here. <laughs> move along. <laughs> All American rejects. Yes. Okay. I have a question for y'all about the yes. hookup. So obviously they're troubleshooting how they're gonna hook up with him in a wheelchair, and then he gets on the ground, and then they kind of start like, like she starts doing something to his shirt. Like it's not like she's taking it off. It's yeah. like they're like. I don't, there was this weird movement where they were oh, like almost dancing. It. it was weird. It right? It was weird. Yeah. weird. Also, they're in high school and they don't really know how to have sex yet. That's right. Way. Like, you know, you have, you, you like have sex one way and then you're just like, well, that's the way to have sex for a while. <laughs> and then your boyfriend yeah. becomes a paraplegic. So you have to like find a new way. Yeah. Right. But yeah, Carly rewatched <laughs> oh, it because oh. it's like, they like, they're trying to like gear up again and it's almost yeah. like they start like shimmying. It's really I'll funny. have to rewatch it. Maybe, maybe he was like trying to get out of his shirt or something. I don't know. That's funny. Yeah, because the but thing yeah. is I forgot, this is post Riggins. So she does know what she's yeah. doing post Riggins. True. Uh, Although she got I a master class from Tim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although I don't think that we've ever been given any indication that she doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah. True. Actually, that's very true. That right. you know what? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, let's see what else do I have. Um, oh, let's talk about Matt's dad. Yeah. So I love that when he comes back, Matt just totally reverts into like a little kid. So cute. He's literally like a little boy. Yeah. And it's it. You just see all of his like, you know, he's taking care of his grandma. He has to be QB one and he didn't want to be. All of that like pressure just like melts away when he sees him and he I just know. gets to be the kid that he deserves to be. I just put, oh my gosh, Matt is so excited <laughs> when his pop shows up. I know. Ugh. It's uh, heartbreaking. I know because yeah. dad's such a dick. I know. <sighs> but like not in an obvious way. And again, like yeah, speaks to this show's yeah. like mastery of subtlety. 
where like yeah. they can do all of these plot lines that have been done mm-hmm. to the ground by so many shows, but somehow it feels different because yep. like the, they do it in a way that's like very grounded and naturalistic. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree. Where the dad's a dick, but he's a dick in that way where like it's, it's really subtle and unique to anyone. Yes. Yes, exactly. and it's it's really unique. Like he's still there for Matt, but he's just like kind of he's, saying yes. all the wrong things. He's, he's like, you'll get him friendly. next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. not like outwardly. I mean, we definitely see like when the grandma is burning uh, or like the struggling, like when, when he's yelling at, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what is her name? Um, uh, Monica. Who? What's the grandma's name? Lorraine. Lorraine. Uh, like when he's yelling at Lorraine, he's like, is she always this nervous? You know, we kind of see him like being the typical type A angry dad. Yeah. But for the most part, he's really just like off track I- with. I gave him Matt? like a PTSD pass for that scene, but yes, yeah, like yeah. in general. Right, it, the like yes, ticking. Yeah. 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 Um, but in general, yeah, they do such a good job with the subtlety of of him coming home and it's just not fitting and yeah. him just not getting it like at all. He doesn't know what to do. Yeah. yeah he doesn't know, like he's, un- he's uncomfortable unless he, he, like it's not a role that suits him, but you can tell like he knows mm-hmm. what he's doing when he's overseas. And so yes. he's like right. rushing to get back to that. Right, and it's all that matters to him. And, and Matt is like, do you see how hard this is? Like, I could use a little freaking help. And he's like, I'm over yeah. here saving the country. And you can just see they're not on the yeah. same page. Like, his, I feel like we never hear his dad say, like, hey, I know you're doing a lot. Like, I appreciate it. Like, yeah. <laughs> nope. Hello, he's 16. Like, yeah. Well, because well, in his then, mind, he's doing more because he's, he's defending mm-hmm. the country, right? So, like, right. no matter what Matt's doing at home, that's not going to be the same thing as, like, defending the United mm-hmm. States in this country that we invaded. Uh, right. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. totally. But I do. Well, and then you really see that in the moment. I didn't pull the clip, but um, Monica, maybe I'll send it to you afterwards unless you you pulled it. But um, where like Coach Taylor even almost has to like defend Matt in front of his dad. Yeah. You know, he's like, well, I no, Matt, I mean, Matt is a hard worker. He's been doing amazing. Yeah. You know, and he's like almost having to step in and like, uh, stand up for like Matt's yeah. dad isn't being actively um, degrading to Matt, but he's just like not really supporting him. And and Eric and Co- Coach Taylor's like, uh, no, your your kid's been doing amazing. Yeah, uh, like all of this pressure's been put on him. Are you not like, seeing? Don't this? you and, get it? Yeah, yeah. It's so essential for their relationship though, because we're at this breaking point where um, he can't process him as his daughter's um, boyfriend, right? Like he doesn't right. want to do it. But he knows he starts to learn how to process him. He's like as separated the two son. things. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Once he steps in for his dad, that's when you see that like all of a sudden he knows how to relate to him on a personal level. Uh, yeah. And like whereas before, like he like as as awful as it is for Matt, this is what secured him a relationship with his girlfriend's father. Totally. Yeah. True. Okay. Can we talk about the entrance of also? I can't believe we didn't talk about this in the music section. Um, my personal favorite band of all time. Well, two 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 favorite what, things that happen. What? what? Uh, Crucifictorious. Yes. That's what <laughs> he said that joke up so well. I was I like, wait, this is what band episode. did I miss? <laughs> yeah. The best band in the episode. Of all time. <laughs> and of all time. <laughs> and also Landry as Tim Riggins' tutor and oh. the foil between Of Mice and Men and my how God. much this episode has going on in general in the just mm. at all is crazy. Yes. That's so what I've... pushes it over the top for my favorite episode so far, their relationship. And again, going back to the gay thing too, like it's funny how I feel like if you were to go a few years earlier, you would not be able to get through this subplot without some kind of a tease of like, 
oh, you guys they have be to make like fun of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I never agree. do. They never do. And I find it another thing that's very 2007 is the one um, joke about, well, sometimes I want to shoot you. I was like, is there a brief pause <laughs> yeah. in school shootings or something in 2007 where you put this on NBC? And no exec was like, we can't do that. Uh, <laughs> that's like, funny. Yeah, no, that was, I that was love the relationship. Oh, I did too. That was so, so great. good. Um, I pulled the clip of Tim and Tammy if we want to play that. And yeah, then let's, let's do it. I have yes. Landry and Tim later. Wow, modern themes and the scarlet letter. <clears throat> a minus. Look at that. What's the scarlet letter about, Tim? You know what I do. <laughs> I do know. You know what it's about. What's the scarlet you know. letter about? It's about uh, a gal that uh, named Scarlet. Oh. <laughs> You did not write this paper. What's the big deal? Well, the big deal is that it's part of my job to make sure that you don't grow up stupid. It's bad for the world. <laughs> so so isolating Connie Britton's voice. Ugh. Oh, no. I know. Like, you hear how much action she puts into her voice alone. Yes. God. Oh, She's that's a so true. Gal. Oh, that's I do say gal in real life. <laughs> you do. Look at you. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, sorry, so... I had to cackle at, at that. I, it's just every time he says... Every time Taylor keeps says scowl, I like to That's so good. Such a great line. Named Scarlet, obviously. obviously. But yeah, I loved their like first interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then actually, so the next scene is the Jason and Herc scene. Yes, <laughs> and yeah. I had to pull this because it's one of my favorite Herc lines. No! Of course, your ding dong went soft. It was trying to protect you. I know. I remember watching that. Protect you. Because, Royce, I watched this with my family when I was like 15 or whatever. And I remember that being like really awkward. But now, like, we would just crack up about it because it's so funny. Such a great line. It's like a heartwarming line, too, though, right? Because it's like, yeah, like, I love how he's, you know, this, like, he's this character, the dumb jock, but he's the one being like, Man, like there's more to life than than, than yeah. getting in. Yeah, this, you know, like that's. But he, in fact, but that's we're seeing, the like we're seeing like double teacher student right here. Like we yeah. see, yeah. um, we're seeing it totally. with yeah, we're seeing it with Taylor Kitch and Landry. And, sorry, I yeah. need to try not to mix their like. <laughs> we're seeing it with Tim and Landry, and then we're seeing it with Herc and um, the main character of the show, whose name is not Scott. Oh, Street. Jason. Jason. Yes. Street. Yeah. Um, and we're seeing it with Herc and, and Jason and yeah. doing the, the sort of teacher student thing. And he's like, Of course, your ding dong's protecting you. Because right. That, yeah. That's a girl that cheated on you. I love that so much. So good. Mm-hmm. And no, you're right, Royce. It's, it's cool to hear. Because I mean, Herc's intro, you're like, Oh my God, who is this crazy asshole? Yeah. <laughs> and yes. then he just does a yeah. 180 and you kind of expect him to be kind of an asshole or misogynistic or whatever. But he's like, He's just so real. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It's not like that. No. No. And he even tells him, he's like this. He's like, I, I, I love the part when he's like, you want to get her up against the wall, make her right. feel good, make her forget about that other guy. Yeah. Not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love that. Like, yeah. it's such a great dose of reality in the way that he delivers it is so perfect. Yeah. And it is true. There are things that are just not going to be the same. There are things that you're just not going to be able mm. to do. And yep. there are things in life that you just have to get the fuck over mm-hmm. <laughs> he's kind of zen about his limitations though which mm-hmm. is the beauty in that role where like once he's accepted that he's found a weird inner peace that most people will like never find right you know and yeah. it's like like i can i can base it like i know what i 
I know what I can't do. At least I know that. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like wasting time right. trying to do it. So I'm, you know, like yeah. I'm going to work within my confines. I'm going to be very confident about how I do right. that. Yeah. He's zen about exactly. his limitations. I love that. I, love I wrote that. down also when he says, you know, are you going to be able to, you know, explode fireworks or whatever? He's like, yeah, but not every time. And I was like, welcome <laughs> to being a woman, Jason. <laughs> like Jason's like, yeah, seriously. wow, yeah. not every time. Oh, no. <laughs> what a horrible <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, that scene was great. So yeah, real. That, that was a great one. Um, okay, yeah. What do we have? Did you, did you pull anything on Cru- Crucifictorious? Oh, um, the best name. I lo- What's the alternate name, too? Because I'd forgotten the alternate name until oh, I had, said in this episode. That's also good. I can't remember. Right. No, uh, that's... Riggins came up with it. It was something Lingus. Uh, <laughs> something Lingus. <laughs> uh, no, I have the scene good. at the end, but we're not there yet. The, oh, okay. When Tim shows up, yeah. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll wait to talk to about Crucifictorious then, but... Um, yeah, I love seeing so so now we get to see Landry and Tim of Mice and Men. Yes. Mm. Everyone, we all read it in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. Like eighth classic. grade, right? Yeah, yes. that's like a solid junior high read. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah it's like pre high school, like get ready. But what a cute, like, I mean, again, a testament to the writing. Mm-hmm. Like we have so much going on with every single character on very deep layers. And then we have this whole Tim and Landry of mice and men thing going on on top of that. And it doesn't feel suffocating. It doesn't feel like too much. It's all mm. so subtle and so well done. Yeah. Yeah. And natural. Like you, it makes it all seem, it's so TV when you like explain to somebody everything that's going on in this episode. But when you watch it, it just feels very real. It's exactly. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. What my favorite is just like them sitting, and this was kind of a Texas thing too, but just yeah, like Tim and, and Landry sitting on this in the bleachers reading the book, and and Landry like really having to <laughs> kind of put the iron and like on the yeah. fire with Tim. Tim is being obviously a little douchebag, right? Um, but Landry's yeah, we, like pushing him. Landry cares. Yeah, he cares so much he wants to shoot him. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna find that clip. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I love when he says when they first or when Tammy first introduces them and he's like pushes the book away at their like first meeting and he's like, oh, are you, can you not read? Are you just one of those kids that <laughs> slip through yeah. the cracks? <laughs> oh, is that why? Which I'm like, that's so sad because that's actually very real. Like a lot of kids slip through the cracks, but just like just thinking of Tim, he's like, I can read. It's, it's also so not funny. the first time they've made that joke about Tim. Yeah. Remember in the, like the first episode when he signs the football and they're like, oh, someone taught Tim how to write? Yeah. <laughs> right. Is this Tim's first? Like, obviously, there have been hints of comedy with him before, but is this is this his first like mostly think, comedic subplot? I He's feel had like a couple of like moments, I think. Right. Yeah. But I think this is his first thing they've really dished out to him. Right. This yeah. is when you're like Taylor Kitsch can do comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. That he really gets the yeah. timing. Yeah. Yeah. He can Jason Bateman himself like through any, <laughs> and you know like Jesse Plemons is like fantastic at, right. at being a subtle character too. Right. Yes. Their chemistry is great. Oh, I it's so, so good. surprisingly such too. a good pair I know, well, I know. It's, it's so beautiful when like two characters that don't normally interact have like a lot of screen time together right and again this, that's something the show is so good at doing yes yeah just like randomly throwing two characters together and then them having these like fireworks awesome super interesting to watch um dynamics yeah so here is Tim and Landry on the bleachers George I swear you had it come on with me he led George to the entrance of the trail and up toward the highway 
Curly and Carlson looked after them, and Carlson said, what the hell you suppose is eating them two guys? Damn. Guy shot his best friend. Intense. Now, he's become the kind of man he said he never wanted to be. Exactly. I got you. I love that. Without Lenny, George lost all his <laughs> I got humanity. you. Yeah, it's messed. <laughs> okay, so oral report. I love all right, it. Um, first, you, you give a brief plot summary, and then you list the themes and how they relate to you. So, how do they relate to you? Go. I don't know. You don't... You, Okay, we, we just got done discussing this whole thing. Yes, that you do. I was talking. This is different. Okay, how is this different? This is the same exact thing. Just tell me what you... Seriously, you're... what do you want me to say? You know what? Why don't you just do it for me? Just do Blender. it for you? Yeah. No, I'm not going to just do it for you. I mean, what... My God, you really are ridiculous. Do you just have the rally girls do everything for you? I mean, do they just, uh... They just chew your food and wipe your butt for you? How does this work? I just sat here <laughs> and read the entire the entire book to you and you have I nothing love it. to say there's got to be something in this head of yours that you can relate to I don't this know to. there's got to be something I don't know what what don't you know okay listen listen okay this this is this is a book about two best friends who have a dream that gets crushed they have a dream that gets crushed there, you, you can't tell me that there's not something in this head of yours that you can relate this to there's got to be something Mike. You know, here, here's an example how I can relate to this. I would really, really like to shoot you right now. <laughs> We're done with that. Oh, can't, can't have that. Can't nope, have that. Can't have that. <laughs> he, he can never put that on the air now. I know, Actually, right? Yeah, I know. But it's so good because it's so high school. Like, that's yes. how you, I mean, you tell your friends you're going to shoot each other like every day in high school when you're a teenager. <laughs> exactly. I still do. Yeah. Um, no, well, but I totally, I just love... Go ahead, I totally forgot that, um, you know, Tim, well, first of all, that it's just the perfect, um, you know, example of Tim's wasted potential that we see all the damn time. Mm. Like he gets so close mm. and then he's just like, I don't want to do it, you know? Yeah. Mm. But so then also that yeah. he doesn't want to talk about it because it parallels him and Jason's story. I like didn't, right. I kind of forgot about that the first him. time I watched it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. such a good call. Yeah. He, he's a tragic figure because he like, he really, he, it's not just that he has potential. He gets so close to realizing it before he turns mm-hmm. away every time. Yeah. But I love that how hard Landry pushes him. He's like, seriously, you can't see this yeah. right here in front of your face, how this relates yeah. to you. And it's like taking, like, you just got it. You just got it in the book. And you can't put that. But, like, we know that those gears are moving. We can see it in Tim's head. And obviously, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we That's see That's why we love it. Landry. Yes. He tells everyone the truth. He's not afraid of anyone. Well, not everybody. What do you mean? It's well, yeah, true. It's not. It's not as simple as also like Tim feeling as though like he's like a geek now for understanding right. it. It's right. because it's hitting too personal. That's like yeah. another yeah. another example of why this show is just so like it comes close to the stereotypes and it kind of like shatters them uh-huh. in a lot of these plot lines. Right. That's such a good point. Yeah, because they really could have gone in the direction of it, like making him dorky now and him just being fed up with being right. like, I don't want to get to that. That's too deep into the storyline. That's right. That's right. Some bullshit. That's some Wait, is Landry not stuff or whatever? Landry no, not telling got, the like, truth a spoiler? Yeah. Who y'all talking about? I'll yeah, check it out. Yeah. Obviously, he li- they li- he lies what? about the Oh, well, yeah. No, but I'm just talking about like the character. Like he's <laughs> not afraid in the school. Like, yes, like yes. the characters. Like he's not. He's Tim's so like honest. the most popular guy. And he's just like, I'm just going to, you know, throw this out. Anyway, go. 
Totally. Um, but then, yeah, and we see Landry, like, really pushing at him to not only do his homework, but also to see the subtleties and the comparisons in that, like, that he can relate to these characters and there's value in these books and learning and not being mm-hmm. stupid. And that's why it's good for the world. <laughs> yeah. And it's so second nature to him as well. Though, yeah. Right. Like it, com- it, like it comes to him and he doesn't understand like why you wouldn't want to right. be into it. Right. But then we get to see the reaction, like of how it affected him in real life, obviously by him, like the gesture of him going to Landry's show later, which we'll get into. <sighs> oh yeah. And I pulled a really quick, clip of Landry saying something. I think this was before even the scene that we played, but yeah. He goes, I don't know about you, Tim, but I am excited about your new journey into the wonderful world of American literature. I really, really am. <laughs> He's putting up signs of Crucifictorious. God, I love him so much. Uh, and then when when they're at the show and he's like when after he talks to Tim and he's like, we're gonna get you up at the front, but you can't just stand there. You gotta, you know, you gotta you got to really move your body. You gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got bang. So good. Um, so should we get into the game? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So Matt and is not on his another, game. Another kind game. of bumpy moment, I thought, in the writing, too. We just kind of, like, hopped into the football game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I did, again, it didn't, like, bother me. It just disrupted my viewing a tiny bit. I just felt like there were just a couple of mm, tiny little yeah. little. It felt like maybe there were a lot bumps. of rewrites. Uh, where yeah. they were like, yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, we don't need all of this. Like, let's just cut straight to the meat of it. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting because yeah. there was like yeah, so many right. beautiful moments and such like some like really, really deep, thoughtful writing. But then a couple of like really sh- uh, just like awkward uh, potholes, I guess. Just, that we yeah. just kind of like awkward hop- transitions. Hopped, hopped into. Yeah. And then no, I was like, right. oh, like, we're in the, the game, game now. Starts, okay. like, yeah, we're like, oh, we're in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, right. we're here. We will allow it. Yes. I know. I. So often when I'm writing notes, I'll make a question and then I'll answer it myself immediately. So one of the things was <laughs> Matt, you know, gets taken out because he's just not on his game. And then I said, is the backup quarterback last name named Westerby? And then I was like, oh, it's Weston. <laughs> I, put, <laughs> right after. I put Brett Weston, question mark. Yeah. That's his name, right? I think so. We've never heard of him before. Right? We don't see right? him again. Yeah. Don't get attached, y'all. Don't get attached, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so That's smash smash carries the team matt's yeah. head is not in the game which honestly Mm-mm. mine wouldn't be either i would be yeah. pretty no. freaking pissed off as well but wait did we win or lose oops i know lose, that was but just yeah. by a little bit we did lose yeah that's what i thought too okay because yeah, yeah when, it was unclear Matt's dad walks up to him afterwards yeah and he's like you'll get him next time and matt's you'll just like oh, okay matt has his uh little tempy tantrum so how many mm-hmm. is this the second game we've lost so far? Because I'm like they can't lose too. I know many. They honestly state. they've lost a lot of games to still really? be headed to state. Um, this is this well one of them. I think it's only the second official loss. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, this is number two. I think. Yeah. yeah. Because one they were like almost forfeited, and then because like one, the town's kind of like. Yeah. The town's kind of with Matt. The town's kind of like, all right, Sarah's in, like showing us something mm-hmm. going yeah, into this episode. Right. Yeah. So like he's like they're they're with they're not they're not like loving him, but they're not against him like they were. Well, and the they proved yeah, when when they like got rid of Voodoo, they proved mm-hmm. that that Matt was their guy. And then now we're seeing him sort of fall short of the rope. And it's not his um, fault. There's a lot going on. I know. I know. 
and Matt's stupid asshole dad. Honestly, everything yeah. that Matt sat that Matt said to his dad at the end, even though he was like sort of in teenager temper tantrum mode, I was like, I'm 100%. I totally agree. I get you. I agree. I would say the same thing. I hate you. <laughs> yep. Hey, yeah. Sometimes kids tell the truth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they do. <laughs> Funny thing. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right. Let's listen to that scene. Yeah. Get him next time, man. You're sending me to Oklahoma. Play football anywhere. Go to hell, Dad. What'd you say? I said go to hell. Matt, just get in the truck right I'm now. I'm we'll in the truck with you, and I'm not going to go home with you. You know, I thought you were going to come home from Iraq and actually be able to help, but you've only made things worse. Do you know what, actually? Why don't you just go back to Iraq? Because things worked out a lot better when you were there. Really? You're calling me all the time? Help me. Grandma can't do anything right. Oh. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to God. do. God. pay the rent and go to school and take care I of my... I've me for five minutes. I've been you. What have you done? You think I'm going to come home to this? Then get in the truck. I'm not going anywhere with you. Get in the truck. You get in the truck. Where are you going to go? I don't know. Let me know when you go back to Iraq. Let's go to our house. Come on, you. Let's go. You think God. I want to come home to this? Okay. Yeah. Also, I just working did... at the like Shake Shack, you know, <laughs> yeah, the, like to pay his bill. Like, like, are those government checks not coming home? I don't understand. Right. Like, what, where does he get the gall? I know. Yeah. I, I although I, I do kind of had to ch- chuckle a teeny bit when it. Uh, Matt's dad is like, just get in the truck. And Matt's like, you get in the truck. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Such a kid response. You You do it. But we start to see, not for the first time, but for the first time, like really more tangibly, the way that Coach Taylor like really plays surrogate dad when they're like, come home with us. And now it's like Matt and Julie are Matt and Julie. But yeah, I know they're very solidified. Yeah. At this moment, which was really sweet to see. Yeah, but I'm on Matt's side with everything. His dad is, yeah. and he's not even—he's not even fighting fair. He's fighting below the belt, like yeah. calling me, like help me, help me, dad, help me, dad, like impersonating him. Yeah, oh, it was icky. so savage. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I mean, like he was—I I could see him getting triggered by like "Go to hell, dad." Like that's yeah. harsh, but like also, like I'm so sorry if you're in the—I come from an army family. If you come from the armed forces, like you're—you you can take. You can yeah. take a lot of rough shit hitting yeah. you. So, like, if you're if, if all it takes is that from your son to, for you to start for mocking you to fly him, off. yeah, yeah, it's, it's really rough, it, and it's like so telling into like probably who he's always been in Matt's life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so true. Um, yeah, that definitely was a great scene. Um, Matt, uh, what's the actor's name? Zach Guilford. Zach Guilford, great tipper, great tipper. Big fan of Zach Guilford. Me too. I used to, I bartended for him once, yeah. Oh, cool. oh you did? Oh my gosh, wait, tell us a yeah. story. Story well, I also used to live in <laughs> Taylor Kitsch's old uh, bedroom. And I had really? like, this flop house for model actor bros. That's a, yeah, that's a oh whole my gosh. Stuff. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh my, my other weird connection. That's my other weird connection. To Royce, you're right. Um, I slept, <laughs> yeah, consistently. I put my head down in the same room where he did before. Oh, his greasy uh, hair very, pillow. <laughs> Very intimate. Just two heart, just two heart throbs separated by <laughs> right. time. Right. Separated uh, by time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that uh, no, not much to report. He was like, the, I think we were like bought out for something. Yeah. The bar that I was that, uh, at, and he like some kind of movie, and I even did the thing where like I like 
mentioned to him that like I like uh, you watched the show. Like, was a big fan. Yeah, the, uh, yeah watched watched it. You know, I didn't do it in a, like a like you did in it in a, a cool LA way. way. Yeah, yeah. In that way, like you can't really be cringy as a bartender. I think because you're moving too fast, especially when like yeah, I used to bartend too. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's you know, so it's, it's very quick. Like, but but like you always perk them up. You always somehow know what to say as you're yeah. moving like a mile a minute. And yeah, good old like I think he left me like a, a twenty dollars on a twelve dollar drink uh, in terms of, like on top of on top yeah. of what he paid for it. So it was like yeah, he's, yeah, he's a good guy. Let's see. Well, his delivery of that scene was amazing, and yes. and it doesn't like I feel like it's so hard to toe that line between like teen angst and like shut up, dad, and like real yes. real like adult problems and adult frustration and he yeah. totally yeah. nailed that because it's it. teen language because that's what you have to work with for whatever yeah. reason at that age but the feelings right. are real exactly. right. he didn't lack his, and the like, problems the are depth real. of his feelings the problems are real yeah yeah mm. well before we get into real moody matt in his hoodie which i love moody matt i love yeah. moody matt yeah. we're gonna emo hear matt, yeah. emo matt moody yeah. matt is my boy i know just <laughs> i just want to like i love there's i don't think it's in this episode but there's one where he's like sitting on the stoop he's a little stoop kid with his I know hood exactly what you're talking and julie about. comes and sits mm-hmm. next to him i'm like oh, yeah so cute um but before we do that we'll listen to tim showing up at cruise of victorious yes yes, yes. wow <laughs> what do you think that's some intense stuff man all right very and landry's all sweaty showed yeah. up. Uh, thank that's you. right he showed up you want to know why why because you're looking at a b minus you got a B minus? It's not too shabby, huh? Well, there you go. Look at you turning into a scholar. <laughs> I appreciate your help, man. I really do. And I'm sorry I just caught the last bit of your uh, set there, so. No, no, no. Don't worry. Um, we got a whole other set coming up, so no worries, my friend. We'll put you, <laughs> put you up right up here at the front. Okay? That's great. You can't just stand there, though. You got to do that. What I love about that. Landry's aware of what he's doing the oh, entire he knows. time. He's not playing oh, yeah. dumb. Ah. I, well, I'm sorry, he's playing dumb, but he's not dumb. Right, like, right. In that, in, that, in that exchange, he's like, I earned this from you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that scene so much. And I just love that, like, um, that Riggins is able to communicate that that Landry, like, earned his respect. He's like, I, like, thank you for what you did. I know. But, and then he shows up and he's like. True humility. Yeah, and he's not, he obviously knows, like, no one is there, like, this band is weird, but he's like, great job, man. And Landry's like, you came. It's so, so sweet. So cute. Uh, uh, I loved cannot it. Cannot get enough of that moment. No, not at all. Also, the way that I spelled Crucifictorious, you guys, <laughs> I wrote in all caps, Crucifictorious. Crucifictorious. <laughs> I was there's videos of it. I'm we're, we're no, we will not post it, Monica. I might share them with you privately of me this weekend trying to like edit and watch and stuff and just <laughs> like over and over again for like ten minutes. Carly's doing the classic um bob and weave. Is that what I'm trying the to Benadryl say? No. <laughs> the Benadryl Bob. The Benadryl Bob. Yeah. Yes. Where where your chin just your eyes start going cross-eyed. Yes. And I would like try to make notes. <laughs> Anyways, I was pushing really hard <laughs> at this point. Well, anytime um, I think about yeah. Crucifictorious, I think that there's supposed to be a Crucifictorious 2, but I'm just thinking of Scrantonicity 2. Scrantonicity 2. Not Scrantonicity, mm. which I'm no longer a part of. 
<laughs> my two favorite bands, well, Grant Nissity and Chris Victorious. Honestly, me too. <laughs> so I don't feel like playing the Jason and Lila scene. It just was kind of like, I love you. I'm sorry. That's and fine. Oh, I the one towards the end when she go when she when Climbs she to the window. Closer, explains it all into his bedroom. Yeah, I put Lila pulling an Edward again. I know. And then I wrote mm. thirty nine forty p.m. <laughs> I went through a I went through a series of feelings about that scene. We can tell, tell us about him. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. At fr- I mean, at first I was like, "Girl, what are you doing?" And maybe <laughs> yes. it's because I was like projecting too hard because I he was truly rude to her. Um, with the last thing that he that he said to her, yeah, like when yeah. he said um, "go sleep with with Riggins," like she that was, was making all of this effort. Yeah, it was it was a really harsh thing to say to her. But and I, as somebody who you know, I'm not going to be someone that calls myself an empath. But like for whatever reason, <laughs> like I feel like when yeah. when I date people and they do messed up stuff to me, I can very clearly see why they've done it, and, and yeah. I can get over it for my own pride's sake very quickly and be like, oh well, I know how to help you. I can justify here. like yeah. I'm going. Yeah, I can just, I can get past it. I'm like, and I can do that for a while and realize that like, oh, I'm taking so many hits from you. And um, the littlest hit from me like topples you over. So in that scene, I was like, like, what are you doing? But also I I keep forgetting like, okay, like this is your boyfriend who's just been like, had this horrific injury his entire life. It's upside (laughs) down. He's going through so much. I like, it's still complex. I'm like, I don't want her to lose herself. Um, in his situation, right? Like through it. she deserves more than that, but I can. I, she's also working her guilt out still over what's going on. But you know, at first I was just like, absolutely, she should not be doing this. She should be getting an apology from him first. I know. Yeah. But the fact that like she's she, it's actually such a an oddly. Um, I don't mean this in a like men get to do this, and women get. To, but it's like in terms of the energy, it's a very masculine move uh, that she totally. makes, where she's like. We're like, we're not on good terms. I'm going to, I'm going to um, come into your place. I'm going to like make you like deal with this, with what's going on mm-hmm. right now. And it works she, yeah. just because she knows him so well. So, yeah. you know, it, it winds up being just an, a reluctantly beautiful scene for me. I yeah. thought it was awesome. And I thought it was a great way of sort of portraying that they are in such a, tricky situation right now mm. and it's so delicate and that she did misread it a little bit like earlier they were joking around yeah. and like having fun and she like climbed through his window but then there is that harshness there and he, Jason's not wrong uh, what he said was over the line obviously but like they still have a lot of shit to dig up and it kind of reminded me of this scene in Gilmore Girls sorry guys um, <laughs> I think I know what I gotta watch the show someday I dated somebody who's uh, on it but I never watched any, oh, do we get to know who? Of, yeah. I'll tell you guys off the air, yeah. Okay, okay cool. Um, uh, where Rory, it's after uh, she and Dean break up and she goes to Dean's window and she's all like, she like taps on his window all being cute and she's like, I just wanted to say I'm sorry. I never meant to hurt you and blah, blah, right. blah. And I don't he's want you kind to of like me. a dick. And he's, yeah, she's like, I just don't want to like live my life thinking that you hate me. And he's like, well, mm. I am mad at you yeah, and I hate sorry you, right you have to deal with it. Sorry somebody yeah. doesn't like you, Rory. And she like even did the cute little like, I'm going to climb into his window thing. And it just like really it reminded me of that scene and it's, it's really good writing of the way that she's just misreading the delicateness of the situation. Yeah. When you can also forgive someone to go back to our topic, like today it feels like you can, you can, tru- you can forgive someone and then there's some little pocket of angst or something in your body that'll come right. out and sometimes yeah. you just can't help yourself after the fact. 
Yeah, you know, like, like, like a we fart. like to think these. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we like to think these things are linear, but they're not. Sometimes, right. like, you, like, think you know, it's... like a fart will happen when it wants to happen. Right. And like the the like the angst will still like make its way there, even if you right. like logically and spiritually are over it. Exactly. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> well, y'all just explained that scene so well without us even having to play it. So I feel like I just watched it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so let's play our final moody mat. Yeah. And then we'll do strays and it. rate the up. Yeah. Hey. What are you doing? I just don't want him to go. Come on. Get ready for bed. That's it. Grandma's going into home, and I'm going to Oklahoma. You want me to talk to him? I'll talk to him, see if we can work something out. Nothing will work out. Listen to me, we're all family here. I'll do anything I can for you, you know that. Mm-hmm. Hell, Buddy Garrity, he ain't gonna let you cross the state line Without finishing this season, he'll call out the damn National Guard if he has to. I hate him. I hate my dad. Hey, don't do that. Don't make that mistake. You think about what you just said, you get ready to go come inside, I'll take you home. Perfect scene. Yeah, literally yeah. perfect. Coach Taylor so is good. like all-time great dad. He is even he doesn't even lecture him. Yeah. He keeps it short and he says, think about it. He lets, yes. he lets him lecture himself. He yeah. just says, don't make that mistake. Like he's not yeah. telling him not to. He's right. not saying, don't yeah. say that. Don't do that. Don't feel that way. He's just saying, you might regret that. Or just like, just do think you, about do, what. Do you really what want to do that? You yeah. Do you like, want, do you do want to like, feel that in you? Yeah. Yeah. Both a good, both a good dad and a good coach. Yes, right. One, one total package. Baby. Yes, and he's like, "We're family. We're here," which was so That's sweet true. to and hear. Uh, I love the reality of the line about Buddy because Buddy yeah. definitely would not let him cross. State no. Lines. <laughs> No. I would Call be like, oh, that's right. Guard. That actually is comforting. <laughs> right. He would get like a bunch of people to get into his cars at the dealership and just like block the highway. <laughs> <Flip> blocking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. But I love that he gives him time and space. He doesn't yeah. smother him. He doesn't over talk him. Um, he does. He just like, again, knows exactly what the, the those boys like need to hear yeah. and need to feel at that time and just well, say, and don't th- make that mistake right now. Yeah, and that he has this debrief with Coach and not Julie. Like, he and Julie really aren't close enough for him to, like, for them to be the first to talk about it. Like, he needed to talk to Coach first, and then he can talk to Julie later. Yeah. And so I loved that it was him and not her. Agreed. All right, guys, I got one. So good. You got a stray? I got one stray before we rate. Um, So my entire life lately has been consumed by Nexium. And oh my I God. just finished the, <laughs> Are you doing the podcast and I've started this, the new show. Monica, that's too much. I finished the podcast. I know literally How three we, things. I, I, it's too in my world. Like yeah. I read about it. Like, right. I knew people who were one degree removed from it. So like yeah. I didn't watch the show. And then by the end, like all my friends who were telling me I had to watch halfway through by the end were like, it's awful. You didn't start. Did you good? Don't start. Oh, but, wow. like, awful the start as in like really hard good. to watch or awful as in terribly mean. 
that there's no payoff to it. I hear, but like, I hear the stars show is very good. I loved the yes. podcast. Yeah, it's really good. Uncovered. Didn't care I, for I, the documentary. Yeah, I heard the podcast was good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's just the HBO one people were not happy with. It was too sensationalized. And then, and they missed, I think it, because I did the podcast first, I felt like I had a different understanding of the Mm-hmm. organization in general I don't know yeah uh, I thought it was I mean it's super entertaining to watch obviously it was just like you know true yeah. crime porn great music great. um and it was well done like production wise I just didn't really care as much for the documentary I thought the podcast if you're gonna like get into the story of Nexium, I I would suggest the podcast I think both because I really I'm good? actually glad that I did the vow f- I watched the vow first that was the first thing oh, I saw and then I listened to the podcast and that made me get deeper into it um, I think maybe if I would have done the reverse like you, Carly, I would have been like, oh, this isn't as good as the podcast or whatever. But it was kind of yeah. good to have the visuals first. I thought it was really good. But um, the stars one is called Seduced. And um, in the vow, the there's a mother that's trying to get her daughter out of it the whole time. And so finally yes. you get to meet the daughter and she talks about it. So it's like all about her. Interesting. But wow. I'm saying all of this. You because are in a dark hole this week. Monica. I am. I am. <laughs> but I said that I was triggered because the lady in the quad porn had major Nancy Salzman vibes. It's like when you're with <laughs> oh, your partner God. and da 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 da. And I was like, ah. <laughs> so scary. Oh, evil woman. She's evil, evil, evil. evil. Yes, 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 yes. So that was my. Them are in Hollywood. My dark. Was story. that your pop culture plug? No, that was just my stray obsy, but also my stray observations. Yeah. Um, I have no strays. We covered them, yeah. I think we really did mine as well. Well, cool. Well, Royce, we rate on a scale of 1 to 10, and we pick something out of the episode as our little marker. Um, Yeah, so we'll do like 5 out of 10, you know, Matt's dads, but like come up with But better than that, and we've never rated one 5 out of 10. That's true. We haven't done. A, we haven't had a super low rate. We haven't had a rating below that. six. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Although there are a couple. I think we'll have some below six episodes eventually. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Who's going first? I, I would rate one. it. Do we do? Oh, do we do decibel one. points? You may. Uh, we allow. We do just, allow. Fractions. We do allow. Yeah, we allow 0.5 fractions. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna go big. And I'm I'm gonna say nine point five um, um, crucifixes out of um, story. Nice. I can't do the rest. Crucifixes. Yeah. Crucifixes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I for me this is watching it back. This is the episode that all of the elements as a television show start to gel for me. Like the pilot's a great pilot, but then you mm. don't necessarily know where it goes from there as an overall show. And like, you have to have comedy subplots. You have to have melodrama. You have to have all of these elements. And this is the first episode that I, it really felt like they had figured out how to cook on all cylinders and it's all really working together. So just as somebody who loves, um, yeah, as somebody who loves writing and somebody who loves, even despite the the issues that we address, uh, and Mm -hmm. as somebody who loves watching, ensembles click especially this episode it's really magic to me and it all comes down yeah. to like the 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 hinge point is landry and tim really for me yep. Where, like that yeah. really opened up the true possibility of this whole world of the show for me oh, totally agree love that 
Um, I am also going to rate it really high. I love this episode. Again, I mentioned just like a couple of awkward potholes, but I didn't um, really find them to be that disruptive, honestly. Um, And there was too much goodness in it. And with the student teacher thing going on, like in multiple places and layers um, and seeing so much of Landry and Tim and seeing the show just really like gel. Um, Like you said, Royce, I think I'm going to give it a nine out of 10 quad porns. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Carly, I love, I can never tell if you're saying plot holes or potholes. And I think either works. (laughs) (laughs) Both. I'm saying plot. I'm saying potholes intentionally. Okay. If I was saying plot holes, Mm -hmm. I would feel, I would be meaning it differently. And as if there was like continuity issues, I'm saying Got it. Like mishaps, like little yeah, like when in the you just road. kind of hit them and they felt a little bumpy. Okay, I'm glad you said that. Part, some part you just like, uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. little potholes in in the in the overall drive. Yes. Where like I don't think that there was anything that you could point out that was wrong about what they did in the writing there. It just like felt mm-hmm. a little bumpy. Gotcha. gotcha. I feel you. Yeah. So so I'd also like to revise my rating to nine point five Scarlet Gals. Uh, yes. Ten, nice. ten, Love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you may. <laughs> we'll allow it. We will allow it. Um, yeah, I, I actually I was a little distracted when I watched this episode. So I was kind of like, yeah. And then talking about it with y'all, I was like, oh, wait, this was really, really good. So mm-hmm. I'm bumping up my rating a bit because I love Your the pressure. Matt. I mean, I don't love Matt's dad, but I I love how they planted those those seeds really subtly of his mm-hmm. dickness <laughs> like you, he doesn't show <laughs> up and he's a beautiful love. sentiment from monica <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love everything about that sentence yeah. <laughs> thank you because he doesn't show up and he's like Bleh. like he kind of shows up and I, matt's so excited to see him and he just kind of smiles at him kind of and you're kind of like mm. something's off already it's just everything's just yeah. awkward and off um and it's not horrible kind of until the very end um and then obviously the tim and uh landry stuff is incredible so I'm going to give this an 8.5 out of 10 nice. soft ding-dongs. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. We did it. Great. Um, great job, guys. Yeah, this was an awesome episode. What a fun one. Yes. And Royce, yeah, I feel like home and, and read are of mice and men. Yes. Royce, I feel Ooh, like you, yeah, you, no, talk very, you talk very <laughs> yeah. like synesthetically. Like you were talking about how this, all the like stuff in the stew, I just feel like I kept visually seeing what you were saying. Well, like he was saying all the parts cooked together. I just, I loved everything you said. So thanks so much for being here. Yes, Thanks for joining us. It's always fun. I had a great time talking. Y'all are very, very good at this. And it's, it it was really warm and lovely. And also thank you for making me watch this show again. Cause like, God, like I I mean, I need something. Yeah. You need like, this is a really crazy week we're living through right now and so it's like yeah it's it's nice to have as many anchors to sanity as you can get or like to good feelings i'm certainly not getting any work done in the next eight days right Uh, but like yeah so it's it's really nice to have something lovely like this to go to good good well i'm glad thank you so much for joining us this has been a blast as usual and we will be um oh i guess we need to do let's do some plugs well yeah i was just gonna say royce well first of all for our listeners he alluded to a a difficult kind of week so it is 
October 26th, the election is in a week. That is what he's referring to because this will come out later. Um, Going to be a tricky one. We will have a new. Can't wait to see what world that this is released into. I know. I was like, we might have a new president the next time or by the time you hear this, I think. Uh, mm, I already have too many stressors right now. Right, right, right. I should (laughs) knock on wood or something. Um, We could just dial it down. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, (laughs) But yeah, Royce, why don't you kind of plug your handle? Yeah, where can we find you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can find me at um, Instagram. I mean, I'm on Twitter. Twitter's fine, but I mainly go there just because I have to. <laughs> Every uh, one of our like guests I, does <laughs> I love Twitter. I'm like the only one. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I'm Royce, Royce Johnson, R-O-Y-C-E uh, Johnson on Twitter. But like, Instagram is my preferred way of like even doing comedy. Like stories are just more fun. Like it's easier yeah. to have some, to see something weird and to like know exactly what you want to do to make it like fun for somebody who's not right. there with you on Instagram for me, then like, be like, this is my thought. And I'll attach it to a cute meme here, like on Twitter. Yeah. But like, yeah, I'm, I am Roy, I am <laughs> Royce looks at stuff. Uh, all on, well, all one word. Royce looks at stuff on Instagram. I love, love your it. handle. I've been, I've been checking it out. Um, and you can find me. I also am not um, made of the, the, tw- the Twitter stuff, but, uh, but you can find me on, um, Instagram at cool.cactus.media. Um, doing all kinds of fun, cool things on the gram these days. <laughs> yes. And you can find me. I do tweet a lot. So if you are a Twitter person, join me. <laughs> um, I'm at Monica Moser on Monica both. Monica loves tweeting. <laughs> I do. I love tweeting. Um, and yeah. And follow the show at yes. TX Forever Pod on everything Please leave us an iTunes review. We're still reading those aloud. If you caught at the beginning of the show, we'll give you a shout out. Right. Monica Moser has also been, I believe, is still giving our Twitter followers individualized <laughs> gifts. I love that you just said my full name. Yes, I am. If you follow us on Twitter, you get your own gif. Um, it's my gift to you. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so follow us there. And yeah, we'll see and you we'll see y'all next, next Friday. Friday. All right. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. Bye, y'all. See y'all next Friday. All my friends were vampires. Didn't know they were vampires. Turns out I was a vampire myself in Devil Town.